Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Mountain Improv Alliance podcast. Yay! Yay! In studio today is the uh, members of the MIA, Mr. Connor Ballantyne. Hello. Mr. M- I don't even know how to say your last name, Mike. It's uh, it's unpronounceable. Megan Dunn. Yay! And uh, hot chocolate tea? Hot chocolate? Chai. 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 That's yeah. that smell. Uh, Gord Elser. Marcus Williams. Well. Steve Fedina. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And my name is Rob Murray. So we're, we're going to do something different with our podcast today, just with our initiations here. We're going to do um, a little bit of storytelling. Does anyone want to be the guinea pig? Steve. Yeah, sure. Okay. Steve. Um, <laughs> Come on, guys. Got if there's one sort of major event that you would like to see happen in your lifetime, something that hasn't happened yet, what would it be? Giving birth. <laughs> Megan's going to take over, but she's already done that. So. I, was, I was just offering for you. <laughs> when I was 16, I learned to fly from the Canadian Forces, ex-air cadet, and uh, almost died, oh. uh, which was another, it's a totally different story. Thunderstorms in a glider? That's really scary. But when I got my pilot's license, I had to pick a prize. I was the top pilot in my, in my flight. So I could either get a bunch of free flying hours or a backseat ride in F-18. And at that time, I just kind of had enough of backseat rides. Like, I just wanted to be the pilot. I wanted to fly my own thing. So I took off around the province, flew around for a while. And, and I regret that. Kind of in retrospect, just sort of like, you know, I'm going 100 miles an hour in a Cessna 152 versus whoosh, you know, in an F-18. I would have probably spent most of my time chucking my guts, but that's okay. And so, you know, if there was anything that I wish that I would have done, I wish I would have had a flight in a supersonic jet fighter. And then it's not without risk. When I was flying for the King Air Forces, I flew out of air cadets, and there was this one girl who I took up one time in a glider, because they're really safe. And so I strapped her in and said, hey, you ready for a flight? And she turns around and looks at me and says, sir, do you believe in Jesus Christ or some other God? I'm going... Okay, where is this coming from? I said, I, I believe in Jesus Christ. She goes, every time I get into an aircraft, I always pray to Jesus Christ to deliver my soul in case we die. Hmm, well, this is part of the pre-flight checklist I've never done before. You know? So we take off and, I mean, a glider is very docile. It's the reason you take air cadets up in them, right? They can't screw up. So I say, you want to take the controls? You want to fly? No, if I touch the controls, we will die. So I get to the ground and I say to her commanding officer, she's like, who is this kid? And her father was an air tech with the Canadian Forces. And what he did up at Cold Lake, up the Primrose Air Weapons Range, was he scraped the bodies up. And there's more crashed American jet fighters up there than Canada's ever owned. Every day, you know, the dinner conversation at her house was, oh, hi, honey, how are you? Oh, great day. Oh, what'd you do at work today? Oh, well, there was this American F-15 that smashed into the side of the mountain, you know, and the guy was right across, it's about half an acre. So this girl was convinced that's all she, she equated flying with dying. So I'd like to fly at supersonic speeds, but I don't want to die. If I touch the controls, we're all going to die. This is really scary. How high up are we now? We haven't taken off yet. We're still just about five feet off the ground. Oh, oh thank God. We haven't done our prayer yet. Can we do the in-flight prayer first? Ma'am, that's not really. We just kind of go over the safety. Parachute shoots there. You pull yeah, that. Okay, okay. Amen, I guess. Is that good? You happy? that's going to slice it with Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> What's the H for? I thought... Heavenly. Oh. Holy. <laughs> Henry. I always find people who are scared of flying so terribly embarrassing. I really wish they'd just kind of, you know, if they're going to die, could they just die without kind of making a big scene of it? Is that too much to ask? Considering the two of you with very different opinions on flying are, are my crew, are my tour today on uh, James's flying tours. I don't know how this is going to go. I mean, this is my first time up, but 
I'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. Do you need to say a silent prayer? I know your comfort is our speciality. Oh, Lord and Jesus, and please, Heavenly Father, thank you and bless this flight. In the- okay. Uh, yeah. okay. Okay. I'll try not to swear. Oh, damn uh, it. Wouldn't you know it? One of the engines just blew up. Uh, <laughs> I didn't touch anything. It wasn't my fault. Oh, my God. What did you touch? Oh, I didn't touch him. I didn't touch myself. I wasn't touching anything. Why would you pray? Well, look, you know, I'm right now I'm praying that none of the other three... Oh, look at that. Number three engine blew up now. Now we got two on one side and none on the other. That's not good news. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is my worst nightmare. Cut to the funeral of the other two passengers. I don't know what to say. I didn't really know these people very well, and I don't know why I've been asked to deliver the eulogy. Maybe it's because I'm such a person of God. I'm the only one who really understands the word of God in amongst the rest of you heathens, but... Is it true that you can heal leopards? Leopards? You, I mean, you're the only one who prayed, so you must be, you must be as magic powers. Can you heal the leopards? We got a sick leopard over here. What? Yeah. His spots are all the wrong colors. Yeah. Why is there a leopard? Why is there a leopard? He's real sick. Cemetery. I read that book with the Bible, and says that Jebus can heal leopards. Could you pray to the leopard god? He's real sick. Please? Is this really appropriate to be doing this in the middle of a funeral? Well, what a better time. I mean, it's going to be his funeral in a minute if you don't do anything. Okay, well. We only paid for two funerals, not three. If he won't heal the leopard, maybe we should get him to walk on someone's daughter. I hear he can walk on daughters. (laughs) That, That was... Well, I mean, you're twisting the words a little, and again, that was Jesus. That's hey, not me. Hey, and when you're done, on. you know, I understand you can you can do the thing with the cloves, the, clo- the cloves and dishes, and my restaurant, they need some help, and I understand you do the thing with the cloves and the dishes. Since everybody's jumping in, I, I might as well jump in. I'm Johnny the pilot's dad, and he told me, Dad, if I ever died in an airplane, it's because a woman touched the stick. And, oh, and I want to know, did you touch the stick? It's true. I went in there, and before the flight, I, I just, I had to touch it. I just, I touched the control. What the way. hell did you do that for? You're not supposed to touch a stick. You killed my son. I'm so sorry. Can I make it up to you somehow? Just touching the stick is frowned upon. Reverend said touching the stick is frowned upon, so can you make it up to me? Hmm, let me think. We, we are done there uh, making it up to him. You know, could you give us some help here? We need a little miracle. We got a water. We need to turn to twine. To twine? We got a, got a bunch of bailing to do and ran out of twine. Could you wa- turn water to twine? You know what? I rescind my apology. This is the dumbest town I've ever... Like, who, who are you people? Have well, you, has none well, we of you believe, ever read we, the good book before? We, we believe that you're a religious person. And, uh, you know, so snap on it. Let's see some miracles. Let's, let's see, you know, some, some speaking in tongues, some touching of hands, Magic water to twine. Show. Magic show. Magic show. 